Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Well, I have the true pleasure to talk with so many of you and so many of our podcast ideas come from you sharing some of your struggles with me. So those of you who send those in, thank you. If you have a struggle, send them in. And one that has come across so many times is this idea of people pleasing. And to be really honest, I think this is a beautiful topic and I think it's a really good topic. And the reason I've kind of pushed it back is because this is definitely something that I fall trapped to over and over again. I'm the person that doesn't want to make anyone else feel bad. I don't want someone else to work harder. I like to keep peace and I don't want to create disturbance. I don't like asking people for help because I might inconvenience them. And I do look to other people's happiness ahead of myself. And so I'm thinking, you know, when does this become a bad thing or when does this become something that's not so great? And I was thinking to Philippians chapter two, verse three, where it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. And so this idea of valuing people above yourselves is not a bad thing. And so what about people pleasing and and where's the distinction in this? So I actually, I looked it up because I'm like, okay, what is people pleasing and where does this kind of step into my life? And so the Cambridge Dictionary says this about people pleasing. It says, someone who cares a lot about what other people think of them and always want others to approve of their actions. So they want other people to like them and they want other people to approve of their actions. And so this is a distinction that I want to make between these two. It's completely okay to see other people as more important than yourselves, but what's the motive? And people pleasing, we are doing it to seek approval from someone else, right? We're doing it to have people like us, to feel worthy. A lot of times it's to prove that we're enough in the eyes of someone else, or even just in this way of being prideful and wanting to see everyone else likes me and I've got everyone else's approval. And what Paul talks about in Philippians is just the opposite of pride. It's all about humility and being humble. It's about doing nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. And so we're not looking, how can I be good to someone else to get something back, even if it's just some validation, but we are genuinely seeing is others more important than ourselves. And when I think about this in my life, especially with people pleasing, there's definitely been moments where I've tried to please other people just in order for approval or for seeking some validation. And a lot of times this comes when I'm not confident in myself or just so other people can see what I'm capable of. There's also times where vanity metrics step in and we want other people to see that we know we're good enough. We have it all together. And in both of these circumstances, it's seeking to find validation in my worth instead of seeing that my worth is already found in being a child of God. And so I thought about Galatians chapter one, verse 10, and it says this, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. (laughs) And I thought about this in my life. And I thought about the times where I just so desperately wanted to please other people, or I didn't want to create a disturbance that I ended up changing things that were important to me, or even things that God had called me to, because I wanted to please them more. And the ideas of God and what he put into my life kind of went into the back burner. And so if you're there, if you are 100% a people pleaser, at some point, you're not going to do the things that are good for you because you just want everyone else to be happy. And so then what falls is 
maybe your values, maybe something God's called you to. You don't want to do it because it'll disrupt someone else. And so it's looking and seeing, am I so focused on what everyone else wants that I'm willing to fall and give up the things that God wants for me in my life? John chapter 12, verse 43 is another beautiful example when we're talking about people pleasing. John writes, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. And so it's a question I know I have to ask myself, am I seeking the praise of the people around me more than I'm seeking the praise of the one who made me? And another truth, man, that I know I had to accept. And this one's hard for me because I want to be liked. I want other people to like me and, and I never want to do anything that makes someone upset. But this idea that the truth is we will not please everyone. And no matter how hard we try, there will be places in our life that the things that we do will not make everyone else happy. Sometimes it's the things God's called us to. Maybe it's something out of the norm or the routine for where you're at. Maybe something God's calling you to is a sacrifice and someone else doesn't like that sacrifice that you have to make. And so there are going to be times where people aren't always going to be happy as you follow God's path. And something that just is so reassuring to me, and I go to this, I go to this often, it's Luke chapter four. And this happens with Jesus. So Jesus has stepped into his ministry in the early, in the early stages of it. He had preached in Galilee and it said everyone there was praising him. And so Jesus went to his hometown of Nazareth and it was on the Sabbath. So on the Sabbath, they would go to the synagogue and Jesus was asked to step up and read a part of scripture. So in Jesus's days, they had the Torah, which was some, some of the Old Testament they had. And this is what they went by. So they were in the synagogue and they asked Jesus to stand up and read. And this line from Isaiah is what Jesus reads. So he stands up and says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And as he finished reading, it says he sat down and said, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And he goes on talking about how prophets won't be accepted in their hometown. And the people started to become furious. So they threw him out and planned to throw him off a cliff. But this wasn't Jesus' time, so he walked away. And Jesus never went back to his hometown. Jesus, who is perfect, we will never be perfect, but Jesus was perfect. He did nothing wrong. He was not pleased by people who knew him his whole entire life. And throughout Jesus's journey, he disrupts things and clearly was not liked by all. In fact, he wasn't liked by all in the form that he was crucified by people. He was not pleasing. But what is so important to remember here is even the shortcomings of other people who did not approve of Jesus and that Jesus did not please, did not hinder his purpose here on earth. And it didn't hinder his purpose, what God had given him, because Jesus was so crystal clear on whose he was and whose approval he was seeking. He knew his standing with God. He knew that his time here was not to please every single person, but to do the will of the one who sent him. And when we look at our lives, our time here is very short. Our time here to Take the assignment that God has given each one of us and put it into place is going to be gone in a blink of an eye. And I know myself included can so easily get caught up in what other people think, trying to be pleasing of them if maybe my path doesn't align with their path. And we can so easily get stumbled and get off track by those 
around us. And Jesus went through this and he just shows us over and over again, keeping our eyes on God, knowing that we have our worth in him and understanding the assignment and knowing that sometimes it doesn't make everyone happy. And so as you look to your life, question maybe to ask yourself, are you seeking the praise of people in your life? Maybe it's coworkers. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Heck, maybe it's a complete stranger on social media. I know as someone who has had to grow in the social media world, sometimes we start trying to please complete strangers who know nothing about us, know nothing about our mission, but we seek that above seeking God and seeking him. The another question is, are you seeking the approval of God? Are you trying to be pleasing to him? Last week when we talked about comparison, we talked about a way of overcoming comparison is just fixing our eyes back on Jesus. And, and here's the same thing. Are we fixing our eyes back on him? Are we putting him first in our life? So if we have a decision to make, are we praying to God about it? The big ones and the small ones. Are we letting the idea of trying to please other people come in front of being pleasing to God? And again, I truly believe God will give us people in our life to help guide us. But what I look for is people who will not necessarily input their own personal thoughts, but who will point me back to God, who will point me back to scripture and say, you know what? I really feel like this is something that I could see God telling you to do in your life. Here's a verse of scripture that I think confirms this, right? And so these people in our life who are not pointing us to their ideas and their agendas, but who are pointing us back to God. Those are the type of people that I, I'm taking the weight in when they're talking to me and, and trying to stay the course. It's the people who keep me on what God has planned for me in my life. We'll go back to Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above ourselves. And so it's finding this humility. It's finding this idea that we are here to take care of people, not so that anyone else sees it, not for any form of recognition, but just knowing that God knows what we're doing and we just want to be pleasing to him. And it's, it's finding that humble heart, the one that will do things and good for others and not get an ounce of praise for it. And again, this is against society. It's not the norm, but this is how we were created. And Jesus was such a beautiful example of humility. He humbled himself. He left the throne and he came down here to earth and he didn't walk around like a king of the world. In Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, it says, Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And that's a reminder that our time here is just that. It's taking our life from us centered to others centered, just as Jesus did. There's a quote I keep on my desk from Pastor Ben Stewart, and it says, keep the pure motive to bless instead of the inferior motive to impress. And as I think about going out into the world and taking care of others, it's with this simple idea just to bless and in no way try to impress. It's knowing that we are children of God and we have nothing to prove to anyone. The greatest gift that we could give someone else is just to share the goodness of God with those around us. Not so that we can experience the spotlight or the recognition of doing so, but so that others can experience the goodness of God that we have already received. So one more time, because I just think this verse is something I know I need to say on repeat, and maybe you do too, especially if you're worried about pleasing others in form of just getting that little sense of validation in return. So like Paul says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others 
above yourself. Let's end today in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for the gifts that you have given us in our life. God, help us to remember that we don't need to seek our worth or praise in anyone else, but that we already have it in being your children. God, create in me a pure heart, one that is not seeking any form of pride, but that can humbly work to serve your people. God, help me to go out and care for one another's as more important than me, not in any way to impress, but just to simply pay forward the blessings that you have given me in my life. God, help me to keep my eyes fixed on you. Help me to keep my eyes focused on you and running to you and doing the things that are pleasing to you and you alone. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It is truly an honor to share with you if this is helping you or if there's topics and anything else that we can do to serve you, please reach out and let us know. Don't forget that we have our prayer and workouts every weekend. These are at no cost to join live where we take these topics and we put them into motion to dive a little bit deeper and also to move our body in a way that recenters it back to Jesus and just to practice discipline for when we go into the day to not give in to some of those desires of those flesh, those desires like pride and seeking approval of others and to stay into those fruits of the spirit. So you can enroll at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. You can also find all the links and everything in the show notes. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you again.